0: Welcome to I Want Business, the small business podcast. We've made it to episode four somehow. That's David, I'm Craig. We've got Brian, our producer extraordinaire, live in our office, Winter Springs, Florida, recording live. This episode is gonna be all about business finances. What does that even mean? Numbers, things you do, profits, a lot of words that sound made up. David is gonna run you through all of those in our deep dive today. We're going to hit you with a tool in just a moment called FreshBooks and wrap it all up with our fun trivia segment. First up,
1: what is FreshBooks? A tool you might want to use for your small business. Well, this tool is perfect when we're talking about finances we're talking about expenses and invoicing and just how it benefits you. And FreshBooks is like QuickBooks, but so much easier. Everybody says QuickBooks. Everybody loves their QuickBooks. Boo, QuickBooks. How I about like that? It. I'll it's, say it. You, you have to take a whole class and a whole... There's books
0: on QuickBooks. True or false, did we not use
1: QuickBooks the first couple of years? I hated my life. We did. And it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. So, uh, you know, come into the scene, FreshBooks, saving my life, saving everything that I do. And they offer a 30-day free trial to give it a go. Loving the but, free. But... How it takes care of everything that you need for your accounting, your invoicing, um, you put your bank accounts in there. It's great. I I think the details that we talk about in in today's deep dive really kind of focus on a lot of the tools and and, uh, services that they offer. But but for a small business to really get off the ground and have really good um, accounting software, FreshBooks is awesome. I use FreshBooks...
0: I don't want to say daily because David gets mad at me because I'm supposed to allot my time properly and not do it every day, but I like it so much. It's so easy to manage the invoices, the expenses. It links directly to your bank account, which is super cool. It's got, of course, David could tell more. It's super secure. I, I shouldn't have said links to your bank account. They got all your money. It does that, but it does it in a very secure way. They've got all that, what, HTTPS, whatever you call that, secure protocol. Help me out with the tech you're, stuff. No, you're doing great. I don't know this these things. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just watching. I know that none of my money has been stolen and I've been using it for years. It pulls the expenses in and actually helps you categorize them. So what's so cool for the end of the year stuff is when I bring the accountant, the files from FreshBooks, it's done. It's already itemized. It's already got all the expenses in there. For me, with the, with the trivia business and the... Clarity, internet business, we send our invoices through this. We can get paid through this. It has so many different pieces. You can accept money through it. We just started a new entity doing uh, wedding entertainment, live parties, and we were able to get our invoices out instantly. The first day we set up, we were able to accept money instantly through Fresh. It's very cool. So simple. The different things it can, it can do. Now, this would be the first tool that I actually can get behind, but... Much like our other tools, if you've been listening our other episodes, I was resistant at first as I've been to everything. I think you'll see a trend that every tool that David brings to the table for I Want Business was something that I wasn't sold on originally. I was initially sending PDF invoices. My When, when I started my business, the live entertainment, I was sending PDFs and it was very difficult to track once I had more than four clients. It got overwhelming. I actually forgot some and never got paid. Ooh. That is the reality. Yeah. FreshBooks allows me to send recurring invoices. I've got things that happen every week, the same time, the same way. It allows the client to actually pay automatically. Unfortunately, some don't do that, but it's super cool when they do. A perfect. World. And well worth the two point nine percent. The ability to make sure that your money is coming and going in the right ways from the right place and to the right place is huge as a small business. We recommend FreshBooks to any small business getting started as a way to keep you in line and the fact that they have the 30-day trial for free, you can try it out. You can test it out. I think their paid version starts as low as 19 a month.
1: Yeah, something about 15 19 okay, and, around there. And
0: they actually allow you to – they offer – don't allow it, but they offer you to pay the whole year up front at a discount, which is also pretty cool. So even if you're just getting started, this is one of those key elements that you want organization. Mm-hmm. FreshBooks helps you
1: organize your business finances. Uh, great tool. Um, I I I love it. And um, as I said, I use many other ones out there, and there's there's a dozen choices for accounting. Uh, but if you want something that's like like you said, out of the box, simple, this is a great option for you. And I definitely, you know. Um, I've used, uh, a couple just to try them out, you know, and see if maybe if there's, is, is there greener pastures out there? And every time I go, no, there's not, you know, I keep kind of going back to it. Even, even as recently as a couple months ago, I tried one out and it was, it was like, wow, you know, you realize how good you have it with FreshBooks. <laughs> if, if you're a QuickBooks faithful, give it a
0: shot with the 30 mm-hmm. day trial and see if you don't see the difference. Every interaction I've had with QuickBooks was just two steps longer than anything I've had to do
1: on FreshBooks. The other part about FreshBooks that's really cool is they have a great kind of like blog and help support network that really helps small businesses in understanding how you should accept money, when you should accept it, how to get, you know, follow-up emails and doing all that. Like they kind of offer advice. So they're not just like the accounting software and have a good day. Like there's literally tips that they give you through the setup process, through you know, editing your account, they kind of go, hey, just to let you know, you know, it's better if you have like a seven day follow up or a 14 day follow up versus no follow up at all. And when you're doing PDFs yourself, you're not having any follow up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this, this really helps you get
0: organized. And as you'll learn through these episodes and through your own business, organization is going to help you. Coming up next, we're going to get into our deep dive all about business finances. Kind of makes sense with what FreshBooks does for you. We'll touch on that again right after this. This episode is brought to you by Clarity Creative Group, www.iwantclarity.com. It is produced by Podcasting Done Right, your source for getting your podcast done exactly the way you want it.
1: All right. We are into our deep dive section, and this time we are talking about small business finances. If you just listened to our tool, obviously you just kind of heard the benefits of having a uh, controllable and well thought out finance system. And we want to talk about some of the kind of key terms that may small businesses need to get into and understand, um, as well as um, you know some really good steps to take your business to that you know kind of next money financial you know levels and and the only way you can do that is if you understand the business and and the monies that are coming in for for what you're this is so huge
0: for small businesses again i like to use the personal stories just because it's all i really have to pull from but david and again he's going to go deep into the different types of money that are coming in what you do with them But he was so helpful in even not just what we've done with Clarity Creative Group and how we've grown, but the live entertainment business. Again, earlier in the segment, you heard I was using PDF invoices, and I've come a long way since then. And with his guidance, I was able to start to understand the money coming in versus the money going out. What's the difference? Where am I making money? Where am I losing money? And it's just so important for you to know these things about your business, because without them... You have nothing tangible to take things to the next level. Give me one just example. If you ever wanted to sell your business one day, to that point, you'd have to show this data. Even if you wanted to get a business loan to grow your business, you have to show this data. You need the people in the banks or those potential buyers to know what's going on. And for you and your business, it will help you grow if you know what's going on.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a couple different steps to understanding that kind of financial part. And I I just kind of wanted to go over some of the key terms that you're probably going to have already kind of heard. And then you're going to kind of hear a little bit more. Expenses. Huge. These are the types of monies that you're spending as a business to function without, you know, Uh, You know, chances are most businesses have expenses, whether it's material costs, whether it's the cost of a microphone, if you're in the entertainment business, if you're a web company, you got to pay for the server. These are your expenses, right? Definitely important part. Gross revenue. This is the dollar amount that your business is making, right? The money that's coming into the door. This is there's no money subtracted from it. There's gross revenue it's coming in, right? So you're gonna take your gross revenue and your expenses. Now, if you're making, you know, more money than your expenses, you've hit your break-even point. Time to celebrate. Hopefully at this point you've already started paying yourself, you know, so there's even more, you know, extra gross profit in that business. So those are some key terms, right? That small businesses, you know, need to know that they need to be a part of.
0: You've said gross. You said profit. This one word comes up that I'm honestly going to admit does confuse me at times. Help me understand when people are saying net.
1: So net profit would be the amount of um, money that you're making after your expenses. Okay so that net profit is that amount of money that you've taken into account that you've uh, let's say you sell a widget everybody loves the widgets so you sell in a widget it costs you a dollar a dollar to make the widget you sell it for two dollars so your net profit at that point is one dollar got it so it's simple math simple understanding because again you this is the importance of understanding your finances and putting all this together, right? So when you're looking at that balance sheet, just because you're making money into your business, right? A lot of times you talk about the the term cash flow. You know, a lot of businesses are are cash flow positive. Okay. Often oh, so they're they're making money. So right? okay, that's fantastic. Money's coming in. Money's coming in. They're making money, but it turns out that they're not making enough money to afford their expenses to afford the fact that they have to buy more widgets or you know, there's just they didn't maybe price their product well.
0: I think that was the big, I guess, misunderstanding for me is, is oh, money's coming in, money's yeah. rolling. I have this many clients paying this much. Here's 10,000 bucks. And then I look at the end and I was like, oh no, we spent $11,000 in that same time period. Right. So what, now, okay, so you said we have gross revenue. After expenses, we have net profit. Right. Is net used any other way?
1: Is that, that's what net means, gross versus net? Yeah, pretty much. I mean it's it's understanding the profit of, of that item, right? So it's, it's I so see. key. So the, the So ask, net can be one individual thing right. as well as a whole as a whole thing. Okay. Right. So you're looking at, at, at the end. And that's where as a business, having your balance sheet really makes sense. You know maybe every couple months reviewing it and the reason why you want to be reviewing it is because you might be thinking that you're making you know great money you know <laughs> yeah. every every month you know people are paying you they're paying you they're paying you but all you might be doing is padding right your energies your efforts that you've done before and you might be putting more and more but what really what it looks like is every month you're actually losing money but that money, you just happen to have more money coming in. So the one thing as a, a business owner, you have to be tracking your time, your energies, and your efforts, as well as that that monthly expenses. It's all kind of got to go together. So that way you'll know, hey, did I even make money that month? Don't don't even look at it. At the, we all look at, it at the end of the year, it sounds good. But what you realize is that your your business is actually not cash flow positive. You're actually just all you're doing is you you know what I mean you you made a hundred thousand dollars because you sold your widget to you know, Home Depot to sell. But it turns out that that money only just kind of padded the fact that you don't have enough money to, to pay the machines. Right, to pay there's the production employees. costs. Yeah, there's yeah. all
0: this other stuff. Yeah. The You mentioned the balance sheet. Yeah. And that kind of resonated with me. Is that a profit loss? What what? D- give me a little information on this balance sheet.
1: Yeah, I mean, the balance sheet is going to take into account how much money you have in your bank account. It's going to take into account how much uh, expenses you have and how much money you're paying out you know, so those are those are your, you know, maybe uh, expenses in terms of wages, expenses in terms of insurance and all that. And then how much is coming in, expected to come in, how much is in your bank account? And then, um, you know, how much did you actually collect, right? So you have to know kind of as a business, um, you know, are you even collecting at a rate that your business can can survive? Gotcha. How would
0: you know, is it simply positive and negative? How would you know if you're in a bad situation
1: well I mean there's plenty of companies out there Craig that have functioned for years without ever being cash flow positive one of them being Amazon really you know it took them you know years before they ever actually made a profit which is kind of crazy and you can survive investment capital now in the case of small businesses though you may not have
0: the backing of you know billionaires and 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 venture firms so how can you get ahead of the curve, I guess I'm saying? like, So if you're noticing one month or two months and you're like, wow, okay, I'm spending more, would you say that I should be looking at my balance sheet, my profit loss statement? Where, What should I go to or an expense breakdown? What should I look at to find out that piece that I'm either spending too much
1: or I'm not charging enough or something? It could be a little bit of both. I would say your best first Stop should be that expense, right? That profit and loss sheet, which is probably going to show your invoices. How many invoices do you have outstanding, right? So maybe you're expecting more money than you expected. So how much sure. did you invoice that month? How, how much did you get? And then if you're using a tool um, to do your accounting, like a like a books where you can break down and you like you mentioned categorizing your expenses, looking and seeing, hey, this month I spent. This amount in insurance and the next month why did i spend double in insurance right this month i paid this much in um you know maybe it's water and power but the next month i tripled it right so what what caused that okay expense so it's to gonna go up? give me indicators of yeah. what to look at so if you're paying attention to that you're that profit and loss sheet. Every month, you start seeing trends, trends in the good and trends in the bad. But when you start trending in, in a bad direction, you can maybe make those adjustments to maybe not have you know, a bad month the next month. But paying attention to that is key. So you're, you're filling me with questions here, which is
0: great because that's what we're trying to do here is we're trying to talk about these things that are going to help small businesses grow. So you mentioned breakeven point earlier. Is that as simple as a zero? the money that came in and the money that went out are even is that break even or is break even when we're what, what determines that?
1: Uh, I mean, a break even is when you've paid all your expenses. Okay. And you've taken in what your accounts receivable, right. And you've looked at those numbers and at the end of that, that point you have maybe an extra dollar in your bank account (laughs) (laughs) at that point you broke even right got it you've at that so it is that literal almost
0: zero out yeah again it sounds bad but what we're saying is there's a lot of businesses out there that don't break even that are dipping in or or need investment capital so if you're at a point in these early stages where you can be break even you can i know david's using the example of widgets you've you've produced this widget at a one dollar rate you're able to sell it at two dollars you made that dollar. I see what what's happening there, and then you can scale that into selling a
1: thousand of them or a million of them. Right, and maybe that, but maybe that widget company, though, in order to get, they, they've only sold a thousand. Widgets, but they needed to buy 5,000 parts to make the 1,000 widgets. So yeah. now, maybe at the end, unfortunately, they didn't break even that month, but maybe the next month they did because they sold another bigger 1,000 order or widgets something. without having to have that expense that month before. That makes so, sense. Yeah. So, I mean, so then on that point, some months you may have
0: expenses that outweigh your accounts receivable, and accounts receivable being the money that came in. But is it that you should look at it every quarter?
1: To kind of see where you're at what kind of recommendation do you have on that well that's where that balance sheet maybe every quarter makes a little bit more sense and looking at your profit and loss every month might be a good thing and then of course looking at the end of the year right when you do either you're doing the fiscal year you know again you're ending in you know the September rate or you're ending at the tax year you're ending in December but using that one-year mark as well to kind of adjust and see what those numbers look like but there shouldn't be a surprise when you reach the end of the year <laughs> right on, If you've been checking you, up on everything yeah, are you profitable or not again just because there's money in the bank account doesn't make you profitable that's a that's a huge thing to remember just because there's
0: money in the bank doesn't mean you're profitable you want to make sure you're actually bringing in more money than you're spending to tie it into our tool which in this episode it kind of worked out really well FreshBooks can help you with all of this oh yeah it ties to the bank so it knows every expense if you correctly categorize those expenses you simply go to their reports function and it does these things for you you can hit the profit and loss look at it in an itemized way. It's actually very, very cool. Again, I'm not an expert on accounting, but hitting the report in FreshBooks
1: allows me to see it as if an accountant had done work on it already. You're seeing a corporate level report that that the, the software and program puts together for you and it, it runs the numbers. It shows you. And oh, you can sh- now, you can easily look at it and it's very digestible.
0: Absolutely. It shows us the money that came in versus the money we build necessarily, because there's a disparity there sometimes. in what came in versus what's owed, it shows every item that comes out and again, allows those trends to be looked at on a monthly basis, quarterly basis, and of course, an annual basis. You want to show growth year to year. In our last episode, we talked that only 70% of small businesses get past the second year and only 50% get get past the fifth year. Are they looking at their data? You should be looking at your data. You should be knowing
1: about your numbers at all times. So that's um, something I was thinking about when you mentioned about knowing your numbers. So at my house, I'm not a handyman. And one of the things um, that I would have to do in the heat of summer is mow my lawn. the in Florida, terrible. So our lawn company, love them. They do a great job. I'll be honest. I don't think they invoice me properly. <laughs> I swear that they've missed months and I believe it. And I mean, I, I look at my, 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 the amount that I'm paying them and the amount that I know that they deserve. And I can see, you know, they do the paper invoicing. Yes. really a electronic. lot
0: lawn maintenance are doing that. The one in my parents' neighborhood always, they roll it up and shove it in her door. And I'm always wondering like, if that blew away, does he remember? He's got a hundred
1: clients. And and I don't think so. And he just switched over to it. Oh, that's to good. to an electronic and I could just uh, my my head just went, Oh, he must just he must found just be money. freeing up time. Found money. I found money. There must have been just been so much there. And when I was in my own you know, individual small business and I had started out doing, you know, kind of the, the website of things when I, you know, 10 plus years ago before they had, you know, a lot of electronic stuff and I was trying to do it myself. I can't imagine how much money I left on the table yeah. because I failed to remember to invoice or follow up with an invoice. Remember that something was outstanding. It, it, this day and age, there's just so much out there um in terms of uh keeping this so easy gone are the days of paper ledgers where you have to reconcile reports and reconcile your checkbook with this and it's so easy now that it's 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 all electronic it can all kind of be in all one place and if you automate the process i mean time time is that thing that i'm sure we're going to talk about episode after episode after episode is the one thing that i know you lack i lack all small businesses need more time and using an accounting tool costs 15 dollars. but what's your hourly rate you know what's your time worth right and if it just saves you an hour every month of having to send invoices i mean it's gonna there's no way you're as a small business making 15 dollars an hour so it's gonna pay for itself right away and so i think as soon as you get those first couple clients you you know, grabbing a tool like this is going to take you to that next level.
0: FreshBooks can make sure you keep everything together and staying organized is going to be what separates your business from any competition. It's important that you learn how to grow and putting tools in place like this, like a FreshBooks, knowing your difference between revenues, profits, break evens. These are important factors to your success.
1: Oh yeah. For years I, I worked not knowing what any of this stuff was. And I just thought I was doing well. Um, but luckily, um, I grew my business acumen, my business background. And I, I came now into the business with fresh eyes. And I mean, it was just night and day. And I went, wow, wow. And, and when you really start understanding some of this, it's, it begins to put your business hopefully past that break even And now you're in a good shape. So, well, that was our episode four deep dive into the
0: business finances. I just want to say every time I hear acumen, I just want to pronounce it wrong. Acumen. I just want to say acumen. Acumen? I don't know why. There's certain words that I, I hear them and I want to say them wrong at all times. I don't know why. It's a fun word. I like the I like it's a fun word to say. Leading into our trivia segment with fun words and things to say, I'll let it be known that I am winning. I'm not I'm disavowing episodes one and two where I did not win and starting the new ranking system with episode three, where I was up two points to one. Brian, our producer extraordinaire, has no points because <laughs> he wasn't allowed he wasn't to play. <laughs> but I'm up on David slightly handicapped, by one point. He mentioned last episode that my questions may have been unfair, so I've done him a service. I'm going to go second this time. Your questions will be first. My three questions will be about something very important to David that has absolutely nothing to do with fresh books or business finance, but it has a lot to do with Matt Damon.
1: Oh okay I like that maybe. but I want maybe it might I might either be really creepy and be really good or, maybe or
0: but to, for the sake of keeping on topic yeah for a let's moment, go. David
1: will go first and see if he can stump me or maybe not. All right let's go let's go. this star- stock market guru Craig. Guru. Stock market guru. Bought his first stock at age 11 and was re- rejected by the Harvard Business School. So Ooh. He's technically a small business owner right now, actually. Really? He is. Yeah. You said
0: technically. So he it is. Makes it
1: he sound. 100% is. A small
0: business? He's a small business owner. Oh, because he only has 328 employees then. Is it? Maybe. But I'm not sure. I'm going to go Warren Buffett. It is Warren Buffett. And is he a small business owner because of the amount of employees? Yeah, it's under 500. It is under 500. It's 328 But employees. I think he
1: technically only has like 28 people that even work in his office. Oh, really? Yeah, it's small. It's really That's small. That's wild. He's yeah. super rich. Yeah, but talk technically right, he's you, a small business. You spoon fed me that one. I liked it. All right, all right. I, I'll take that point. This, this one, we're going to see whether or not you even listen to what I had to say in the deep dive. When a company produces the same amount of revenue as expenses, it is called... Say this again? When a company produces the, the same amount same? of revenue as expenses. Ooh, ooh, I think I got this. Did you listen? Break even. That is correct.
0: Oh, baby. I was literally listening when you were talking I'm earlier. I'm glad you did. I feel good about this. And I'm that was something you. that I had heard people say before, but I don't know that I really had a, a firm grasp on it.
1: Yeah, I think I think again, business owners kind of hear it, but they don't really know what what it takes to get there.
0: Ooh, two for two. Are you jealous? Should I be? Yes. Okay, I am the that's Brian again, our producer extraordinaire, <laughs> with zero points. All right, that's all this is about—is making sure that I I don't beat you again. I, it was it was devastating. Just kept him out. Yeah, hey, I that. lost one time too. You know, I know. And I won, and I'll remember that day. But now, if we do total scoring, I'm up four to
1: one. I who cares about totals? Moving on to question three. Got it. Percent of small businesses that are home based. Oh no. And I'm going to multiple choice. Okay, on I'm going to need one. it. All right. We have twelve percent, twenty-seven percent, or fifty-two percent of of small, small businesses that are home-based. Twelve, 27, 27, or fifty-two.
0: Fifty-two sounds like a lot, but home-based. You know what? Brian deserves a guess on this one.
1: All right, Brian, give us give us. Uh, but I'm gonna guess two. Okay, I'm gonna go first or second. I'll write, write yours down. No, I'm gonna say the high one. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. I'm gonna go twenty-seven. All right. Well, Brian beat you on this one. No! Oh, <laughs> Brian, Fritz. Brian taking you down. It's fifty-two percent. I knew to small say businesses that. This is our home. Yeah. I Space. knew it,
0: and I didn't want to go with it.
1: It's big. You got me.
0: I think you knew it. I could tell I, by just your reaction. Talk you used, to myself you just out. You didn't of believe it. yourself. No, yeah. I
1: didn't. You didn't sweep. No sweeps. No sweep.
0: I took my two points though. Yeah. Four to one to one since Brian was on the board now, tied with David.
1: No, I, I answered a lot more right, though. No, I don't know about that. the first one. Well, well what? I episode, remember
0: it. episode so long ago. I'm going to go listen to it again. So long ago. <laughs> reminisce on the good times. It's important to make sure that the trivia is fair. And me being a person that does more trivia, I wanted to give David something he n- loves. He loves business, but it's a different kind of love. That's like a work love. Let's talk about a personal, intimate love. Matt Damon. a man crush. It's a real man crush. And all I want to know first, question number one, Matt Damon has an Oscar award, an Academy Award he won for which movie? I'm going with The Martian. Do we have a guess from Brian Fritz? It is not for that movie, it though. It is not for that movie. That is it correct. Is, uh, mm. What is the name of the movie? And for whatever reason, I can't remember. It's the one that he wrote. Oh, oh do I get a second? You get a second guess for one half of one point. I'll take it. Goodwill Hunting. The yes. correct answer. Good Will Hunting. He wrote it with his uh, bro. They're in a real bromance, not your fake bromance with him. Ben Affleck. It's going to happen. From 1998. And that is his only Academy Award. I will give you some props. He was nominated for The Martian as Best Actor. But he hasn't yet gotten any for acting. Oh. Switching gears, number two. Where did Matt Damon go to college?
1: Hmm. Oh, that's a good Do question. Do you even know
0: your maybe one time lover? I mean we're more intimate.
1: <laughs> uh um It's probably in the he's Oh gosh. I I don't know. Um he's a smart guy. Right? So I'm going think, with somewhere smart. Think about that movie. I mean, is it is it Harvard? Have it. Harvard? Have it. Harvard. Have Harvard. it. Harvard. Harvard. I got it. Harvard.
0: One point David. So yeah. are we going half? We give him the half. From earlier, one and a half he has scored. So you could technically beat me in this round of trivia, and I'm going to make this winnable. What is your favorite Matt Damon movie? That's not the question yet, but what is your favorite Matt Damon movie? I mean, it's got to be The Bourne series. Which one? Pick one. I mean, The Bourne Identity was just great. The Bourne Identity is your favorite. What year did it come out? To win the day. Matt Damon does business. This counts. 2001. Do we have a guess, Mr. Fritz? I was going to be in that ballpark, but I'm going to guess 2002. One of you is correct. Not me. The other. (laughs) Snatching victory. (laughs) From the Jaws of Defeat, Brian Fritz destroying
1: you with two points. Tier
0: one. I'm pretty good at the movie stuff.
1: (laughs) Tier one and a half. You can have Matt Damon. He's dead to me now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were just trying to have a little bit of fun with this trivia segment while still giving you a little business. Of course, Matt Damon, a great actor that we like watching. FreshBooks, an amazing tool for you to use for your business. Hopefully, you got a better understanding of what you could do with those balance sheets, those profit and loss statements, learning about revenue, getting to that break-even point. We'll see you next time on I Want Business, the small business podcast.